Welcome back to Podcast 99. This is uh, our day one, part seven. Now, we have finished, finally, uh, covering all the bands that played at day one. So what we're going to do for this episode is kind of just backtrack a little bit, just kind of recap everything, summarize it, and then we're going to move on. So this is kind of the quintessential guide uh to to day one if you will just the kind of cliff notes and also you know a little whatever, recap yeah recap yeah I mean, whatever the shit you know that we forgot uh so yeah without you know uh dragging it on any longer uh, i'm ryan lichten here with josh evans and parks miller is actually in the room with us this time yes i'm here i flew all the way from atlanta to los angeles to do this podcast culture so, dumps is in full effect culture yes. dump team yeah we dumping today dedication yeah here we and, go. and also we got we got Gray Holger as well. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A special treat. God. We finally let, we're, we're letting him talk now. The, the, <laughs> just a little bit, I promise. This is a. It's a funny day because we're like, oh yeah, this is like the big exciting. Like we're all here and like I I feel like shit because like, we were hanging out last <laughs> night. Like we were getting some like special treats together for you guys. Some some new exclusive kind of culture dump podcast ninety nine content. We're gonna get a Patreon up and going. Uh, we we got. You know, video stuff, commentary. We're gonna start doing kind of, you know, some episodes about not necessarily about Woodstock '99, but just other things that we want to dump on, if you will. Uh, so you know, look out for that stuff. But yeah, that's what we were doing last night. So I'm ready yeah. to take it easy and just kind of go over all the shit that we already talked about. I've been up since 5:30 this morning. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. All right. So, oh, uh, n- another uh, another big announcement. This is huge. I met Corn. Mm. <laughs> I yes. fucking... on my birthday yeah, yeah i was like all right dude, happy birthday i'm gonna go meet corn i can't bring you it's all right though i brought you a, a signed copy yes. of follow the leader from yes. all of the members except dave uh silvira but that's yep. that, that's okay yeah yeah that, that's yeah. fine but yeah no i met them thank you that was one of the best birthday presents i've ever got yeah i don't know it was it was it was oh, awesome sweet. like your corn cake yeah, like my corn cake when I was 12 years old. I told them about that, too. I was like, dude, I had the Issues album art on my birthday cake. And they're just like, Ugh. And like Monkey's like, dude, are you a comedian? And I was like, uh, yeah, I guess so. He's like, oh, yeah, like, what's your name? I was like, Ryan Lichten. Like, I was like, you you haven't heard of me. Like, I do this Woodstock 99 podcast. He's like, you make people laugh, man. That's fucking awesome, dude. You're a real comedian. And he, was really, he loved your vibe. He loved, yeah. I, dude, he yeah. wanted me to, like, come behind the table and hang out with him, I'm pretty sure. He didn't say that, but I'm, yeah, that's the vibe I got. <laughs> and yeah, no, but it was funny because it's like, the, the way they had it, it was in a, a, a clothing store, like a streetwear brand had done a collaboration with them called, uh, they're called Pleasures. So it was like, Pleasures in Corn. And they had all this merch. Uh, you know, set up, but they also had like a corn museum there, which was fucking incredible because it was all these outfits that they wore in music videos and props and stuff and like, you know, their gold records and all that. But they had, and you can see this on our Instagram, they have, that they had like Jonathan Davis's fucking outfit that he wore to Woodstock 99, the kilt and the studded shirt. And it was on a mannequin, like totally displayed proper with like the little, oh my God, I couldn't see it. Like I, I couldn't like even stand it, you yeah, know what I mean? To be in yeah. the and, but then everyone wanted pictures did, of me. I don't, it's not like you it. knew that that was going to be there either. So I can't imagine. No, yeah. Well, I, I mean, who the fuck That's had that insane. shit? And, yeah. and you came in wearing a Woodstock shirt, Yeah, right? I was wearing a Peace Patrol shirt, yeah. like uh-huh. straight up. And I also, and they liked it. They... I brought like another Woodstock shirt for them to sign because I don't want like anyone writing 
anything on my Peace Patrol shirt. Ooh, <laughs> not even corn. Wow. Yeah, no, no. It's, no. A, it's a relic. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe if the full lineup was there, I, I would have let it slip. But anyways, you know, so, but everyone, you know, there's all these photographers there and stuff and they keep seeing this giant Woodstock 99 shirt and I'm, I'm standing next to this thing the whole time because I just, I don't want to leave its side. I'm like amazed mm -hmm. to be in this outfit's presence. Yeah. And uh, so they're all getting pictures of me and then, you know, it's time to line up to meet corn. So we line up, whatever. And uh, we finally get in there, and like, there's a picture of this too. Like, right when I walk up, Jonathan Davis, he's the first one that you get to meet. And there was no photos allowed. Like, my friend Andy was behind me, and he like filmed it and actually got in, like in trouble. They were like, "Yo, put your phone away!" But like, he Dude, had to get the face. moment. Dude, Corn is a twisted inside band, man. They yeah. are some dark shit. And that, but those guys were laughing yeah. and smiling. Well, they love their fans. They're very yeah. good to their fans. Oh no, totally. So. But like when I walked up in this shirt, like John, he's just like shaking his head, like what? <laughs> I was like, dude, will you sign my Woodstock '99 shirt? Yeah. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck? He's like, did you see the outfit? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I fucking saw that shit. And he like signs it. And then I go uh, to the next guy, which is Fieldy, and he's like, Woodstock, dude, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, it was the last time you saw one of these. He's like, at Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel like a fucking idiot. But, uh, <laughs> and another funny thing, like, because then you get to the new drummer who's like being a sport, like he knows no one gives a fuck, but he's just sitting there pounding these coffees because they had free coffee there because corn just started. Corn coffee. Corn coffee. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Well, uh, a lot of this, this, this was all in a. Uh, for the 20th anniversary of Follow the Leader as well. So, right. Which, yeah, the, the the clothing that you were talking about that they had at this little pop-up or whatever, you know, there's pictures from the videos of, like, what is it? Freak on a Freak Leash, on a leash and, and stuff. Yeah, it was, stuff all, like it was all yeah. themed out to that, and they had, and they, like, and they played, and stuff. They yeah. played that night in Los Angeles. Yeah, that I well, couldn't get so, to. Yeah. Okay, we tried We tried so really hard hard uh to get into that show and we like you know besides trying to sneak in we tried just about everything else yeah. uh like but you know and so the guys sign everything i i, I passed the 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 drummer who's pounding these coffees and field he's like dude how many of those have you had today he's like i don't know six and they're just like, <laughs> like easy like yeah. you know, like yeah. it's so funny because like these guys used to fucking party we heard on the corn episode like slamming eight balls and like getting blowjobs in the studio and now they're like yeah we make coffee and like hey easy on the coffee pal like you know but then you get to, to monkey and and head or yeah and head at the end of the table and they both have sunglasses on and they're just like just giggling like like you know just as happy as can be and they fucking head screams woodstock yes. when he sees my shit and like i'm trying to tell them about it they're just like signing it and then that was it and then i walked away and it was like what do you do after that you know what i mean like the rest of my day i was like well yeah it's awesome. like all right that's done now. Like this huge, yeah, like, corn. but it's so funny. Cause this podcast has like, you know, we've met so many people. We've done survivor stories. We have, you know, we, the next episode that we're going to come out with after this is, is going to be our second survivor stories. It's amazing. You know, and we're, we're hearing all these stories and, and we're getting all this, you know, Woodstock merch and stuff and these relics. I would have, we would have never known about so much of this shit. If we, if this hadn't started, I wouldn't have gone to meet corn. If, if yeah, I wasn't doing no, this, true, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it sent us on a journey. Like we met or fucking lethal. DJ Lethal yeah, from Limp Bizkit. Cool. And that was fucking crazy too. And we would have never been there if it wasn't for this podcast where we're like, let's try and go meet DJ Lethal. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. So, all right, let, let, let's, let's get into it. So what we're going to do is we're going to recap each act really quick. We're going to start with the West stage. Then we're going to do the East stage. So West stage recap, Spitfire, of course, played the, the Perry Farrell, uh, uh michael fronty and uh kenneth cole kenneth cole yeah <laughs> yeah and so i've actually seen now a picture of them playing there is still really no footage uh, of them playing but it looks like they just had like a gigantic dj booth mm -hmm. and they're standing behind it. it looks like nothing's on stage it's really bizarre you really can't tell yeah i think it was it. just like poetry over like 
techno beats you know big big yeah. quotation marks you yeah. know there just like electronic <laughs> beats just so then then we got oleander uh nothing nothing new there <laughs> yeah uh, there myspace in 2008 yeah, yeah it, was it, account yeah. was was created yeah, yeah. That, that, that's about where that one rests yeah. uh mo the the jam band we found out uh through our next survivor that that we have on uh next episode uh that mo actually stands for monkeys on ecstasy mm. which was a revelation wow. uh, to say the least and they also throw an annual festival called the throwdown which is spelled t-h-r-o-e like mo down yeah like mo but why don't they just call it the, the mo down, down. yeah, yeah. I mean, jesus fucking christ i guess that has sort of a violent connotation like you're <laughs> gonna get mowed down at this festival <laughs> throwdown that seems like something that fucking like bane would play you know <laughs> like, like well, the warriors throw, throwdown is kind of like a shindig you know it's, yeah. a, it's a nice Word. Yeah. But mow down, they they missed out on yeah, this. Yeah, they, they couldn't say ho down either. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if monk knowing that their name is monkeys on ecstasy. I don't know if that makes me like hate the name more than like because I already hated mo so much, and knowing that it's an acronym, I don't know. Like, does that is there make a, it is better, there or does quality? that just make it like way worse? Like, well, like monkeys on ecstasy. Like when I found out like what AFI stood for when I was what like in, into uh, a fire, fire inside, inside, I was like, why can't Ooh, you just inside. like why don't bands just call themselves letters that don't mean shit? Like 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 we're yeah. fucking like R like you know I almost said R and S, but that's well I know I, I think REM they haven't really said what REM stands for. I mean it's there's rapid eye movement, but I don't think that they explain <laughs> that. But I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who, who knows? Rabbit ecstasy monkeys. Monkeys on ecstasy. That's just so bad. I mean, that's one of those things that when you're, it's like you are in the depths of some sort of like mushroom bender yeah. and you think it's so funny like monkeys on ecstasy. And then somehow it like you wake up the next day, like maybe they, sh they woke up and just sharpied all over their like walls and they're like dude all right and then no one had the common sense like no one came down yeah. no one had the common sense to be like no let's let's change Guys, the name they're yeah. like no let's stick with mo he's on ecstasy yeah mo. but they're still doing shit they're, they're still a thing yeah. uh and, and they kind of are played in la recently right yes i mean yeah, yeah they're still a big act a, a couple woodstock 99 bands have come through i mean besides corn yeah, there right. was you know like uh Everclear played out out here recently yeah uh, i think lit played too i want to say maybe yeah I like yeah a, a whole bunch of them are coming back around mo has the jam so you're, you're welcome right. guys you're yeah you know you have a uh, culture dumps and podcast 99 here to thank for your resurgence i'm gonna i'm gonna take the the blame for that all right, then we got the Umbilical Brothers, uh, Umbilical Brothers, the comedy duo. They make sounds and they Train got what, what appeared to be booed off the stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's also the first sighting of the naked chick uh, on the shoulders. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah, which like we just rewatched because, uh, you know, we, we have a, a whole little commentary thing. We just watched another set all the way through and see her again. She makes like four appearances on day one. And, and, and on, on the, the guy's shoulders. On the guy's yeah. shoulders, on the West stage, in the front row. They did not move. It's. That's like unreal to me. That's like one of the craziest uh, things I think that we've been <laughs> that, that we've been. Uh, he was carrying her on her, his shoulders all day. Yeah, and she like, was naked all, all day, day. Just, dude. Guy never skipped leg day. Never, yeah, yeah. never. <laughs> he's probably doing like calf raises, like while he's got her on there. He's like, well, better not waste my time, you know, yeah. between sets and you're gonna do a workout. That would be one of those great things to like if we could find her, you know, <laughs> just like meet her, just like. <laughs> I know because she, she, she has to she know. She just come in here like like knock at the door. She's on a guy's shoulders, butt naked. Like, yeah, I'm here to do this interview. Right? Yeah, she has. <laughs> she definitely. Knows she knows that, that like she is the naked chick. I'm sure she's watched it. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know because I mean, I mean, you'll hear about it in the in the Survivor Stories episode that's coming out. Uh, you, uh, 
a lot of these people haven't watched these foot like this, this footage since then. They never uh, a lot of people back. don't even know. Like, mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, how many people besides like us losers that like think like, oh yeah, I'm gonna like sit here and YouTube Woodstock '99 shit. Yeah. Like, you know, like normal people don't do that. <laughs> no. and, and a lot of people at Woodstock '99, even Naked Girl, I, I would dare to say, are like probably like fairly normal people now. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, she's like, ah, I know. So she's... then we got lit uh, after that. Well, wait, wait. Umbilical Brothers want to say I did do a little research, and I swear, in the last two years, they played on one of those like America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent, one of those talent shows. So, oh my god, somehow. If if Umbilical Brothers can do it, then you can live your dream too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! But it's so weird that they've been around for so fucking long, yeah. and they're like still like, all right. So tell us who you are, like you know, when they come out on stage, yeah. like they're doing like a show like that. I don't know. It's just it's bizarre. Weird. But uh, you know, they're doing their thing. Yeah. And so we got Lit uh, after that. Lit's still playing around, still touring, uh, you know, releasing new music, which I haven't taken country. the time. Uh, country. It's like lit, country. Lit, lit got into the country. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But they still have to play their old stuff. Of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Can you imagine how pissed off you would be if you went to go see Lit and you didn't? And they just know, played it. their niche. Oh, yeah. my God. I would die. I would freak out. I think I, I think I mentioned in the episode, but yeah, I did. At a bar, at a venue I worked at, I worked the lit show, and I do light, so I lit lit. <laughs> and um, was it lit? Uh, it was so loud. They brought like Woodstock. They they like brought their own PA system into a venue that has like a perfectly functioning PA system, and it was like the loudest show I've they ever dialed, seen. They dialed yeah, it. Yeah, 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 because they rock. Um, yeah, it was rough, but I've been following them on Instagram. Um, and they've been doing these like they posted like this tour video and it was like they had like a fan who made like this slow piano ballad version of my own worst enemy where it was just like really sad and then they also did the uh the kiki challenge oh um, my god damn it dude that so, oh. we love when you guys at home send us you know emails and and hit us up on instagram with your stories or things that you noticed or or questions or whatever yeah, we, yeah. We, we love that and uh uh, one of our, our good fans, Aaron, hit us up on Instagram and pointed out that, you know, as I mentioned, the singer of Lit has a giant nipple piercing just on one nipple, like a, like a, something you would tug on, I'm assuming. Uh, and he pointed out that, you know, in, in the gay community, there are, you know, the, there's a, a connotation with having one nipple pierce where depending on the side, it, it signifies, you know, whether you're taking or giving and yeah. things like that. So he, he kind of opened up a whole new the bottom. He realm. Said, right? yeah. Yeah, so oh, you know, so right is bottom, left is top. I don't remember what nipple, whatever one I, he had it on, was it, right. it, it was bottom. It's like the handkerchiefs, kind of. But you know what I mean, like, or, or even back in the day, you know, the earring. I feel like the singer of Lit, though, if you were like, it came up to me, like, oh, dude, like, you gay? Like, fuck no, I'm not gay. What the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially back then with all this, like, I like chicks, dude. I like chicks. These songs are about chicks that I had sex with. Don't you? Doesn't that yeah. mean? <laughs> They had Pamela Anderson in their video. Yeah, she's hot, dude. She's fucking hot. Um, Though they're I, also playing a show with Alien Ant Farm uh, coming up. That, that's like their tour. Dude, right I so. heard, actually I heard about. I was in the Uber the other day, and I heard the like the advertisement for that show. <laughs> yeah, they have advertisements for their shows. Uh, so Buck Cherry <laughs> was after that. Uh, they're in the studio recording their eighth album. Uh, oh I'm not talking God. anymore about Buck Cherry today. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, done. The Roots, uh, you know, still a chill set to watch. Uh, really nothing. Uh, I believe though the MC Black Thought was just featured on the new HBO show Random Acts of Flyness, which is like a really artfully done comedy sketch show. It's very uh, politically aware and yeah. and uh, it, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the Roots, pretty good. The Roots I mean, are still 
like yeah, yeah, legendary. They're still huge. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're major. They're, they, yeah, they, they're yeah. on the, um, the Tonight Show. Yeah, they're they're killing it. They're doing great. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, uh, and then Insane Clown Posse um, also doing great. Yeah, also doing <laughs> great. Uh, oh, so what? One thing we didn't mention last time. Yeah. Uh, about Juggalos is that uh, a few years ago they were actually categorized as a gang by, by the FBI and placed on like the national like gang watch list. So if you have like a hatchet man tattoo or wear an ICP shirt or any of that stuff, it's considered like gang yeah. insignia. Yeah. And ICP hosted like a juggalo March. The million, these... million juggalo March. Yeah. Is what they called I, it. I don't know if there's a million juggalos, but there, but <laughs> there's a million juggalo March. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like a couple thousand juggalo March, but it was, it was still massive. And they yeah. did it like, I mean, it was a fucking March on Washington. So yeah. like, like the same steps where like Martin Luther King gave the I have a dream speech. Like there's people smoking weed yeah. like in the crowd and like blowing up like, you know, their big piffs. Not clouds. everyone though. Shaggy Two Dope said he was like, man, juggalos are doctors, teachers, lawyers. I mean, he, he goes, he, he stretches it. So yeah, you know, yeah maybe no, they weren't no, all smoking true. weed and getting into trouble, you know, which yeah. is unfortunate for ICP because for a band that was just strictly about entertainment and sort of, you know, not it's kind of shitty that they had to be forced into like yeah, having no, this totally. political like, as if it wasn't thing. bad enough for them yeah, yeah, you know what I mean yeah. now, now like cops can fuck with like the teenagers that hang yeah. out at the mall you know wearing the shit and they also got pulled from a lot of stores because mm -hmm. cause of that too so they sued the FBI and it was this huge you know legal battle and they lost uh, so Juggalos uh, are still uh, classified as a gang unfortunately yeah. so free the Juggalos and uh, keep the hatchet man tattoos, yeah. you know, covered. You know? Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, watch out for yourselves out there. When, you're, when you are filling out your job employment. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I will, <laughs> mark my words, I will, next summer, July of 2019, I will be at the gathering. That is, that is, I think we are all non-negotiable. Kind of hopefully my right. band, hopefully my band will be playing, but either I'll just buy a ticket if not. Um, and I do want to say again, shout out to the Fago Lovers podcast. And I don't know. Uh, what happened? Why you took down your stuff? Because it was incredible, but <laughs> I can't find your. The FBI uh, took it down. Um, but oh, yeah, wow. Fago Lovers podcast was incredible. So I don't know if maybe just throwing it out into yelling yeah, into yeah, the yeah. void. They definitely, maybe they definitely provided us with the information yeah. about how the the gathering of the juggalos yeah. was started. I mean, it so, was yeah. incredible, and I wanted to listen to all of them, and then something happened. So I hope you're doing all right, buddy. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I'm dead serious. No, it was dude, an I, it was an I, insanely you know informative. Juggalos look out for each other. Yes. yes. God damn it! It's a family, yeah. not a gang. All right, so then we got George Clinton. Uh, we've had to watch two George Clinton sets. There's so we, we've talked about him so much yeah. uh, that I'm. Uh, let's yeah. not. He's well, still yeah. alive. That's no, that's he's, he's still kicking it. Yeah, shout I, out to Khabibi, hardest well, working man in show business. The one thing I will say is that uh, Callie Uchis is this like new like kind of up and coming singer, and she had Bootsy Collins on a song uh, with Tyler the Creator this summer. So the the Clinton crew is still influencing right. music. Well, they still play too i'm pretty sure yeah parliament like, still yeah plays. they're still they he, played this year he's still kicking yeah all right so now we're going over to the money stage here uh the, the east stage we got james brown uh really Rest nothing nothing there not, uh, not much to report yeah it's just like listen a, to his grandson uh oh yeah oh, oh my yes. god dude yeah his grandson liked uh, our photo yeah liked a photo and commented right yeah well, he, no, no, he no. commented uh like a laughing thing because our our post was like poking fun at like are you on team tammy or team james it was it was a little yeah. like controversial. Totally, but no, yeah. I was like, he Whoa. just commented like a uh, like a laughing emoji. Yeah, um, like a yeah, like the crying, like that. Yeah, yeah. Super. He's he's a very handsome yeah. guy. He definitely is the seed of James. Yeah, and I think he's in. I think he does music and stuff. Because when I was like looking, I was like lurking his page, 
And yeah. like, there's like, hey, lots of pictures of him when he was like a baby, like being held by like a crazed looking James Brown. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, well, hey, if you're in Augusta, Georgia, I'll, well, I'll be, uh, I'll be in, you know, we're gonna be in Georgia. I'll be there in December. So not maybe not Augusta, but yeah, I don't know, know if yeah. you can get me to Augusta, but uh, they do have a uh, this great bar, a James Brown themed bar there, the Soul, Soul Bar, bar which, yeah. which was oh, owned sick. by James Brown. And it, that is a, a really cool place. That would be like the the one square of Augusta that I I would traverse. Yeah, it's, it's a really sweet bar. bar. Uh, yeah. All right. So then uh, G Love and Special Sauce. The now, sauce. Yeah. So they still okay. got the sauce. They still got sauce. Uh, you would, okay. So they Parks, just they just did a tour. Yeah, they just played in Atlanta oh, at God. some bougie. <gasps> they played at this thing that I used to sort of work for. I won't name the name, but it's this like stupid freaking like food festival where it's like. $100 to get in and uh they, what is it why, why can't you say uh I mean, whatever I'll say it they don't care it's just this, it's called it's, <laughs> the, the, it's something like the attack of the killer tomato festival I'm sure the food oh. is really good it's just this sort of like notoriously like terrible douchey guy that owns like a million restaurants and if he ever finds well, out he'll bury me he, uh, um, true to his form then he had the G-Love and special sauce coming yeah they probably did like my baby's got tomato sauce yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, okay, it's just but they actually played but like we had mentioned uh in the in the episode where we talked about their set they weren't supposed to play on the first day as far as i can tell uh from what i've I've been researching because Sugar Ray was supposed to play, mm, yeah. but because they were already there because they did the pre-show, they they just stayed and filled the spot. Uh, Sugar Ray would have been the perfect band to play at Woodstock '99. Uh, yes. It is such a shame that yeah. they didn't. Mark yeah. McGrath was sick. Uh, and one thing that people don't know about, first of all, Sugar Ray was one of my very first CDs ever, and I got the dirty version. This Fourteen fifty nine. This is right? before my dad was on the whole like kill your parents, mm-hmm. stab your dog with a fork trip, and. Uh, and there's a song on the album floor that has fly, you know, which is a oh, yeah. big hit that everyone mm-hmm. knows. Uh, but it, like the rest of the album is like hard rock. Right. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. And there's a song called cash where like the majority of the lyrics are just like cash. I need some fucking cash. I need some fucking cash. Yeah. Like that, that's it. Like, and I thought that was the coolest song ever. So I would have loved to have seen that, but uh, unfortunately would, he was sick. Yeah. It would have guaranteed to have been a mix of some very nineties kind of that aggro punk really distorted guitars, but then they would have been, Throwing the ballads in too. I think they would have shown lit what the fuck was it, up. Yeah, it's. I mean, it would have been. It's a big like. Ah, oh, what if you know? Yeah, <laughs> it, it really could have been some like I iconic know. shit. I uh, know, and and in a way that's just way better than G Love. Yo, yeah, yeah, you know, totally. Yeah, just I, 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 don't, I like Sugar Ray. They're they're tight. But okay, yeah. so G Love, he also keeps uh, getting the crowd to chant for water by saying fire hose. Like 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 he'll say like I say fire, you say hose, fire hose, fire hose, and he also keeps saying. These guys need some water. Some water. They need some water. water. And he says it so much. Well, we'll play him fucking doing one of these chants uh, right now, actually, just so you can hear that shit. Yo, you people need some water? Give the people some water, yo. Where the fire hose at? Yo, when I say fire, y'all say hose. Fire. Some water. Get some fucking water. Yeah, water, 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 water. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, he also dressed is like we were talking about the way he dressed and how he has this weird kind of like slick pimp like 
poser style thing. He looks like he could have been one of the evil pimps in Taxi Driver. Oh, the Harvey like, Keitel. Yeah, that would have gotten like his fucking hand blown off or right. something. Yeah. Well, that's that's the nineties. Is it became it just like the pimp? I feel like the nineties is when the pimp like became a party city costume and like. The actual like concept, like <laughs> the purple with the what, leopard trim. Yeah, it's like kind of when you, Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah, like pimp. a pimp. The i the actual sort of like gritty, insane reality of like what a pimp is kind of like got removed. So it's just like you go like, yeah, I look like a pimp, you know. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> or that's pimp. It, it's like yeah, yeah, that's like he's a pimp, and it's, it's like pimp. oh, that's so cool, and it's just like <laughs> oh, <laughs> like this is like an insanely dark profession. Um, my buddy, uh, fucking who still like just actively listens to most of the Woodstock 99 bands. Like that's his like shit, like unapologetically. He still says like, sup pimp. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Dude. I mean, my, uh, my juggalo me. friend, uh, Jamie, he, he's always, Hey player. And he, he <laughs> not play. He's just like, what's up player. Yeah. So shout out to Jamie. Dude. Saying G is also cool. I like, remember G. like in the nineties, mm-hmm. like everyone was like, Hey, homie G. Yeah. Like homie yeah. G was the G's thing. Up. We're bringing that back. Uh, so Jamiroquai. Um, one thing that we didn't mention, uh, the singer JK, again, the Jamiroquai name of the band, not the singer. Uh, he mentions that he was born in 1969 when they had the last Woodstock. The last, not Wood the last Sto- Woodstock. There was a 94 yeah. that he just like, like, fuck, like, nope. Like, All right. It, come uh, on. Give him, give him slack. <laughs> no, but I love that because maybe he did it on purpose. Like, mm. yeah, that wasn't Woodstock. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but there's also, okay. Cause now we're going to return. is still they're they're They did a bunch of festivals this year. Yeah. I no, think. no, they're still around. I actually watched a video of them playing a festival like this year or last year and yeah they sound amazing and he still does like still wearing the crazy, weird hat yeah crazy hats <laughs> yeah crazy hats but like there's a couple bands that played at both 94 and 99 and a couple of them seem to make kind of like offhand comments about like just the whole thing because live which is the next band they play 94 too and and they uh they make some comment like oh yeah like you know yeah we're here like again yeah. five years later at Woodstock again like you know it's like it comes yeah. off like yeah. that like to where yeah. it's just yeah. like everyone knew it was bullshit but like what are you gonna do like not play yeah. like this huge is uh is live still performing well, they, they and, recently. Uh, I saw music? them at that festival in like Del Mar I think is where it was god that's a, I mean we can yeah. move on so yeah. then uh Cheryl Crow Cheryl you know Crow. still a queen still, uh, a queen still amazing queen of day one DMX yes. after that he's got some new music coming out with a uh, Swiss beats really yeah, I mean he, okay a DMX beats, comeback man, would would be huge um Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully he can fucking yeah, keep can. it together and not yeah. like dogfight and impersonate federal agents and shit. Mm. Smoke, <laughs> God, smoke crazy crack. asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Offspring, they're still kicking around doing their mm. thing. No, I'm not getting into that. Yeah. Go. Uh, although we did just watch the mystery tape again uh, yesterday, and like, there's a ton of Offspring in it. And the best part is like, it shows the crowd off to the side of the stage, like no one involved in the pit, like where you have area, they're on concrete and someone's just hucking trash into, into the crowd. Like from way off the side, just some asshole teenager, like, yeah, like let's just like throw shit at random people. It's, it's fucked up. It's, mm-hmm. it, but it's just a funny little, like, of course that would happen during the offspring. Uh, so then corn, of course, legendary corn, uh, you know, we're, we're getting close to the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I watched their interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their MTV, like, like pre with preset interview that a lot of the bands have. And, uh, they, <laughs> they all look so funny. In that they area. all agree. Yeah. They're not dressed like corn. It's, it's kind of funny. Like Jonathan Davis is dressed like he's in like a ska band. 
Yeah, he's got, like, he's like a pork pie pad hat. or yeah, something, like, like, something like that. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's really bizarre. But the uh, the VJ says, you know, the MTV VJ is like, I got excited when I was found out I was going to the porn tent, but then I found out it was the corn tent. Ooh. And they're just like, oh, oh, oh. God. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like they've like, never heard that before. Yeah, oh my God, so dumb. Uh, they also uh, mentioned that they recently had dropped off the Family Values Tour, which they founded uh, because they wanted to make it different for their fans, which I thought was kind of cool. They wanted to give other bands a chance to headline. They're like, dude, we own the festival. We don't need to play yeah. it every, like, you know what I mean? Because that becomes like a thing. Uh, but Family Values became a thing, like, anyways. And then uh, Monkey and Head are still riding that speed wave uh, that you can tell in the interview that, that got them through their set, because <laughs> they're just, like, not talking, and, like, <laughs> like you can tell they're like, kind of shaking. Like, when they're shaking so, like, a butterfly's wings or something, or like a hummingbird, <laughs> where you can't really see it moving because it's moving so fast. Like that's what it seems like is going on with them during this interview. Uh, and then Jonathan Davis, he also they, they asked him about Limp Bizkit because they were the ones that discovered Limp Bizkit and like got them like a record deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Oh man, we're so proud of them. We're like proud papas, <laughs> uh, you know, Papa Corn." Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, follow the leader. Okay, excuse me if this is I cannot remember, but did when we did the Corn episode had Jonathan Davis's wife died? Cause that's like a really I, big thing that I think just she, happened this yeah, summer. I think she had, but we yeah. just, okay. Uh, I don't know if we talked well, about it. Well, just in not. the recap. Yeah. I mean, she, she, was it an overdose? She I, like, I think she killed herself. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty tragic and but actually it was like his estranged wife. Like they weren't yeah. together right. anymore, but she was the mother but, of his child. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? And, 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 so, and yeah. And so they've rough. been touring and actually that LA show that, uh, you weren't able to get into there was footage of it because yeah, I saw that because, uh, he actually was I mean, a couple times on the tour was just kind of having a, just like an emotional breakdown and like because dedicating songs to his wife yeah, but, but not, yeah. nothing too like yeah nothing too crazy though like he still yeah. performed and did a really good job right, and like, like monkey yeah, there's up, a moment yeah. where monkey like hugs him for a second that like, was the la yeah, show yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah i mean it was tragic hang yeah, in there, no, definitely, sure. hang yeah. In there jd yeah j devil you're the man all right and then uh you know that also until uh woodstock they said that the biggest show that they ever played was uh for seventy thousand people so they were used to like huge fucking crowds of course woodstock just dwarfs uh, all that but they were still you know used to that but they said that they get a lot more nervous when they play like small like intimate shows or like a small club because like everyone's fucking looking at them because when you play for a hundred thousand people yeah, you, it's like it's, it's like no one's even there it might, you yeah, might as well yeah. be empty you know what i mean because it's like you can't even tell what people are. It's just a mob. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, we mentioned that uh, they have their own coffee now. But the only thing we should mention is that it's corn coffee, so it's coffee with a K. Oh. Um, it's too bad there's not an R in coffee. <laughs> Flip that Corfee. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bush. Uh, so it turns out the, the official, and this is something that uh, someone had uh, posted on our Instagram, which I, I think we knew, but it, it brought it into my memory fresh. So thank you for that. Uh, the official headliner for, for the first day was supposed to be Aerosmith, but Aerosmith dropped off because they played at 94 and they were like, eh. You know, and well, it was, and, it was yeah. kind of a last minute thing. And uh, too. Armageddon, we were talking about this last night. Armageddon had just come out, and was it? I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they basically were having like their fifth career revival at this point. <laughs> they were just like, we don't need it. Like, we we are. I'm going to just bathe like in money. Um, but I mean, honestly, I would have. Lo- I think and, that would have been killer. I mean, the Bush was great material for just you know just provoking on, yeah. my ire. But I think that like having an Aeros- having Steven Tyler like blow on that harmonica would have also been <laughs> like dream very art. entertaining. And actually some of the uh, flyers, right? Some of the flyers 
official flyers had Aerosmith. Yes, yeah. You, you have merch and swag. Yeah. yeah, I have a T-shirt like like the one that I had corn sign. Actually, it has like the official lineup mm-hmm. on the back. That's crazy. But the official lineup, it, like it changed so much. Bands were added literally during the festival and things yeah, like, like that. Sugar Ray was on the poster and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. like Sugar Ray, Aerosmith, Al Green, like all these people that didn't yeah. play are on these shirts, and I'm guessing that they still sold that shit there anyways like they made like, the shirts we're gonna do? We're gonna throw yeah. It out. yeah so but it's like i'd be you know al green man that would have been fucking awesome too so uh that that concludes that you know we're not gonna do the emerging artists because we all know that there's not much to talk about with that uh and i uh, that's it for, for, for that so that's the east and the west stage kind of recap for day one um next episode is going to be our second survivor stories we have a, a, it, the guest was amazing you guys are going to lose your shit when you hear these stories and then uh after that we're gonna be jumping into day two part one so uh stay tuned Podcast 99 is brought to you by Culture Dumps. We would like to thank Gray Holger at Condradick Sound for all of his technical assistance. Now, if you went to, worked at, or played at Woodstock 99, please contact us at podcast99official at gmail.com or on Instagram at podcast99. For exclusive new content, you can sign up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash culturedumps. Thanks, guys. We'll see you at Woodstock.